coconut push pull split. Did you put that in there? I push pull split. That's the title. Yeah, I'm okay. Push pull. They're definitely there. <laughs> what are we are live? What are I'm talking about um like the intensity. We're like live. I'm talking about yeah, training intensity. Yeah, it was there. It's definitely it's there. there. It's in yeah. them. Oh no! Oh no! What's wrong? Anvil. I put Anvil AU, not TD. <laughs> yep. Easy mistake to make. Anvil autism. <laughs> we are live. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that sounds peaking a bit too. For anyone that's tuned in, thank you. We're just waiting to go live on Instagram. It's Monday, right? It is Monday, Okay, yeah. welcome back. It's Monday. Yeah, welcome back from the weekend. Yeah, hope everyone Sample. had a good weekend. Uh, Come on. Yeah, we're live at five and we're just waiting to go live on Instagram. But um, if you are tuned in, we appreciate it. If you, <laughs> What was that? That was my, that was my mouth. <laughs> if you're watching this later on, uh, we appreciate you too. Uh, okay. If you're never going to watch this, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it'll do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do we do today? Another max effort lower max body effort. session. Yeah. We're into yeah. We're into week two now. Um, my back's still on the road to recovery, mm-hmm. but it's getting better. It's like an off road though. Yeah. Yeah. Walk, it's like the road less traveled. Yeah. Uh, and I woke okay. up this morning. I was like, oh, my back actually feels pretty good. My knees feeling pretty good. Everything's like coming together. Mm. And so I wanted to test it a little bit in this session. Pushed up to one seventy kilo single, which was good considering I couldn't walk. Yeah, what two weeks? Ago, <laughs> yeah, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. So that's positive. And then Dan banged out a two hundred kilo parallel box squat, which is a new PB, definitely. Yeah. Um, so it's good to be ticking over that threshold because obviously the two hundred kilo squat is something that we've been iron off Chasing, for a while. Yeah. Um, it definitely feels achievable i feel like if i wasn't injured it would be something i could have done yeah definitely fairly easily today um yeah, so i think we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think we're on the right track and it's a good sign because the box squats at the moment the form we've been doing them for like fuck over a year now at mm. least and the form is good you know it's a it's definitely an eccentric and a concentric it's separated mm. you know there's yeah. a pause at the bottom there's no bouncing off it or anything so by rights, it should be slightly harder than a normal yeah. squat. That's what I wasn't expecting to be today because I was like, I really want to make sure I have that separation. Yeah. I don't want to just like try and rush through it for the sake of um just getting a oh, thank you for the follow, Legend Gaming thirteen. Um boys. Boys. Mermaid Science. Hello. Said boys. Oh, we've got a few Legend hey, Gaming. Random's tuning in. Weezy Welcome. Fluff. Yeah. What is this, lol? <laughs> this is three Australian veterans talking about training, education, mental yeah. health. Aussie, yeah, Aussie vets. Aussie, yeah. All sorts of stuff. Unless you want to throw in a question. Yeah. We'll try and we'll do our best to answer it. Yeah. I think what happens on Twitch is it kind of like lasts us out to a heap of people mm. and sees their reaction. And right. if it's good, then it kind of puts us up a next tier. Yeah. So Same everybody there, you got to react well. You yeah, well, they, like, they don't well. They commented, Mermaid. We like these guys. What it do? Um, oh, Mermaid's a... An American, an American vet. Oh, hey. nice. Welcome. Um, yeah, today we're talking, at the moment we're sort of talking about our training. Um, it's <laughs> Will been, you guys show boobs? But he said like boobs. Boobs. No, we don't show boobs on this show. <laughs> yeah. If you except like, Wednesdays. Except Wednesdays. <laughs> Come back Wednes- on Wild West Wednesdays. Wednesdays, you know, if big old team. Mermaid said that multi-cam Aussie flag looks like it's been to Afghan. No, no, that one has not. But the hat has. That Where's hat, that hat? hat's been to Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah. And what about um, the jumper? About Did you take that jumper? That jumper was, blue one. Yeah, yeah, that, that was in one Afghanistan was well. too. So there's a couple of little I actually think my belt did as well. Did that it? belt's been to Afghanistan as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the one, one you had over there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, so there's a couple of um, 2014, so end of 2014 to start of 2015. We yeah. We call them inanimate veterans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are our thank you for your service belt. Yeah, hats. Thank you jumper. for your service hats. Those jumpers were so fucking good over there. So though. good. Just sit in my room like. Yeah, oh, perfect for, um, for winter. Yep. Stay nice, <laughs> nice and rugged up on Juma. Just like, oh, up in my bed. Nightbot, Nightbot stopped Legend Gaming. I'll look at your link after this Legend Gaming and like it um, because I can't really do much while I'm sitting here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we can do it after the hour, we promise. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning sudden, in, everyone. Sudden, we really appreciate it. Weasel Fluff said sudden urge to buy you guys a terrible beer. Well, we don't. None of us drinks. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. You can buy me a Mac. We used coffee. to. Yeah, well, I used to. Mermaid was Afghan 2011, 2012. Oh yeah. yeah sick. So when the things were actually happening, over. <laughs> nah, I think it just depends on the where you were, how, how, the, ta- how the Taliban felt at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but yeah, so, we were in Kandahar anyway. Yeah, we were talking about the squats that we did today. Yeah. Um, they're going well. It's good to see how easy that was compared to how it would have been like six months ago. Yeah, crazy. And the carryover that it has to the non-box work, like the fact that you can bang that out today, I have a feeling you could have done a 200 kilo squat without the box just as easily. Yeah. Maybe even more easily. I I was was like, if I can do this with the box, I feel like I could squat something slightly over 200. Yeah. 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 So, and that's the idea is, you know, build it. talking kilos, by the way, for the Americans. So, build it with, um, that's the idea with our kind of training program is we build these movements that I wouldn't call them harder than the actual movement, but they are more challenging in some aspects. So, say for the bench press, we will do floor press some week or incline pin press or we'll do a board press where we're trying to focus on the triceps. And it's not... It's not specifically harder than a bench press, like a competition powerlifting bench press, but it's more challenging for some respect. So we're building our weak points. That's the same with the box squat. We might only work to parallel, but maybe we're doing a wider stance or maybe we're pushing ourselves to a higher weight than we would be able to, you know, differently. So um, I'd say that the tra- – I mean, we've only been doing this program for a week and a little bit mm. now, but I think we've fallen back into conjugate quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I think it, it suits – um, considering like the pre-existing injuries and stuff yeah. that we have, it works quite well for us because we see a lot of improvement. Yeah, but we don't um, smash ourselves to the point where we get niggled by old injuries and things yeah. like that. And like I was thinking that today, month long one we did. I was like, I was able to squat up to a weight that is still a pretty good mm. squat, you know, for where I'm at right now. But it was a max effort with consideration to the injuries that I currently have. Yeah. And that's the benefit of a program like this is I can still do the whole session. Mm. I just only have to go as hard as I need to to manage the injuries that I have. Yeah. And that's something that that's why I use conjugate when I'm training veterans is because they can push themselves as hard as they want while taking into consideration the injuries that they might have mm. and still see heaps of progress. You yeah, know, especially since all the movements are based around... Um, sustainability, yeah, because you know it's designed by a lot of guys that have been lifting for years. And yeah, if and they just all riddled if, with injuries. Well, yeah, too. <laughs> and if they try to just be constantly doing free squats or full benches, they just yeah. blow out shoulders and knees and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, that's exactly more right. shit talking in there. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay, what's um, the best of? Give us a. We had a really fun fact from 
Weasel Fluff said, did you know that every 60 seconds in Africa, a minute goes by? That's wild. <laughs> That's now crazy. that I know that, I'm going to think about it more often. Yeah. yeah. I think. <laughs> it's like being told um, you're breathing. Yeah. Like you've suddenly become aware of it. Yeah. Huh. That's right. My that God. was a minute. Uh, yeah. Weasel weird. Fluff said, is it possible to get abs on your penis? That would be pretty impressive. You could maybe do like an ab implant. Yeah, like, like, like rib, maybe like get. I rib. assume they have to tell you know maybe. they do. I, I don't, I've never looked into this, but, but I'm, just, I'm making assumptions here. You know they do lab testing on rats, right? I assume when they were Where's testing ab implants, they had to test on rats first. They had like mini ab implants, <laughs> so you now you could take that size ab implant and just put in your dick. Yeah, so, yep. look, with science, anything is possible. anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's more about whether you would even want them. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, yeah. I mean, we got to think about the pros and cons of this particular yeah. situation. Well, I guess it would add like ribbed pleasure. It would, <laughs> but <laughs> you ready for these ribs? Baby? But the trade-off is surgery, possible infection. I mean, mm. do we really want to go through that get... just so that the other person gets to see some abs down there? Yeah, imagine like, oh baby, yeah. check these out. <laughs> imagine flex them for me, daddy. Imagine I can't. They're implants. Drinking it make you feel like shit though, because you look down your abs and then. Right, right there in contrast is your dick abs. Well, here's here's the real question. Go, Fuck, why am I such a piece you, of shit? Do you put them on the top or the bottom? Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> I feel like the bottom you need that, like, and because it's it the top is flatter. I feel right, like it's more. It's, now we have a weird description of dance pants. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> weasel fluff. Where would you put abs? Where on would you your put penis? abs, weasel fluff? Yeah. Okay, so while we're waiting for that particular, response, <laughs> sorry, was there anything else? Uh, no, <laughs> that was about it. Even more okay. relevant than abs on your penis. Um, I was going to ask uh, Mermaid if he's got any injuries as a veteran. I'm sure he probably Surely, would as well. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Scrotum." <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice. The top already has veins. Focus on the bottom for the ab definition. Right. <laughs> yeah. <It's> really <laughs> detailed. I don't yeah. know. I feel like the fact that he. Described it like that means he doesn't have abs at the moment because that's just didn't make sense. No. If, if there's veins there, it doesn't mean you can't have abs there. <laughs> True, but I think what he's what he's saying is that he wants to add definition to the places that don't have it already. So, so because the top has definition, it's a vascular cock, basically. Okay, yeah. Then he wants to add some abs to an area that might not like the scrotum. Mm. Which is okay. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. He said yeah. exactly. Yep. That's Perfect. a weird amount of thought has gone into that. But sure. how would you make the abs stand out in the scrotum? Wouldn't they just like free float in your nuts? <laughs> Look, I'm not the, a. Yeah, I'm getting, not a surgeon. Imagine getting, right? imagine getting a, like a you know the nut check where the doctor grabs onto him and he's feeling his yeah, goes. That's what cancer. The fuck is that? That's yeah. Six little That's a rippling six pack. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> well, I, what I imagine you would do is put it between the layers of skin. So it was constantly embedded in the skin. Okay. Well, you make it sound simple. But... <laughs> Not a doctor. Not yeah. Enough. Well, you might. I mean, have you seen skin grafts? You could take some skin from your ass, <laughs> like a flat skin, a layer. and then add a layer on top. Or a very skilled surgeon, realistically, is going to put the layer in in the back. So you you've got your natural scrote skin, yeah, your scrotes, the <laughs> pulled the, stuff with yeah. the abs pressed straight into them. But behind, like you've sort of patched it in from the back. Okay, you've got a flat of ass skin, <laughs> just sewn on there. <laughs> Do you reckon he? But I'm not a surgeon. <laughs> yeah. so what the fuck would I know? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's a dick surgeon out there I'm just somewhere. A guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm, just a guy. I'm just one man. Yeah, but hey, you know, if Weasel you're... may have clipped that. So <laughs> <laughs> it'd be oh, weird on our Twitch channel because it, everyone just clips the fuck shit we talk about. Well, yeah, well, there's a lot of it. Yeah. Hey, today we're talking about like mental health, and then someone goes in the clips, and it's just like, <laughs> so if I had abs in my dick, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, it's a valid topic. Someone wanted to know. We addressed it. Yeah, we addressed right. it. Um, <laughs> normally, we talk about this stuff on Wednesdays, Wild West Wednesdays. Thanks for contributing. Yeah. We appreciate yeah, we appreciate questions. you. Wizzle. We do um, have a day dedicated to this because we do talk a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we're happy to address it at any other time. We just won't spend the entire hour talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, the plan for today was to talk about push-pull splits. So we did talk a little bit about our current, our current program, which is uh, what's called a conjugate program, um, or concurrent is another way to talk about it. All that means uh, in basic terms is that you are working on multiple things at the same time. So you want to make progress in, for example, the bench, the squat, and the deadlift, or you want to make progress on your strength and your conditioning or i mean a weird one might be your endurance endurance cardio and your muscle hypertrophy or something mm-hmm. i mean there's but you have multiple goals and you're trying to make progress in those goals all at the same time rather than what's called linear progression um, which is a much more common form of programming where you would focus on one particular thing at a time so you might just focus on say uh, at the start you would focus on your conditioning and then you would transition into a focus on hypertrophy and then maybe strength and right at the end you'd focus on power that's a linear progression program Um, that's a very common program for say a powerlifting athlete Um, one of them, so conjugate programming comes from uh, the East, traditionally Russia, um, and it was designed originally for Olympic lifters, whereas uh, linear progression is a very Western way of programming. They, it's just evolved from um, Western sports. They've generally addressed one problem at a time, whereas, say, uh, Russia's Olympic lifters, they've tried to address everything at the same time. Um, there's pitfalls with either. Um, a push-pull split can be either as well. So we're talking specifically about push-pull splits today, whether they're any good mm. or whether I particularly like them or not. <laughs> um, I don't really have any issues with how you split up your training week. Um, I just think that you need to do it in a way that is conducive to the goals that you have. You know, So if a push-pull split is the kind of thing that you want to do, um, I guess we should describe what it is to begin with. Mm. Um, a push-pull split is where you would do all the pushing movements on one day and all the pulls on the other day, which, I mean, it sounds fairly basic. Um, pushes might be bench press, shoulder, shoulder press, press. Uh, squats. Pulls would be back work um, and... See, this is where I have issues with Yeah, that. I was about to say, people <laughs> usually put deadlifts in that category. Yeah. But the thing with the deadlift is it's both a push and a pull. Yeah. Um, if you say we're going to do like rack pulls, I can understand because you're kind of um, minimizing the amount of push, even though yeah. a good rack pull will have, still have some pushing in it. Yeah, so that's my main issue with the push-pull split is how somebody goes about breaking it up, how they define what a push is and what a pull is. Funnily enough, I have two articles on this <laughs> on our website. Um, so if you are more interested in what a push is and what a pull is uh, with regards to training, just head over to anviltd.com and read my articles on it. Um, but base, in very basic terms, a push is um, anything away from the body uh, and then a pull is anything towards the body. Uh, so... Traditionally, you would define the bench and the squat as a push and the deadlift as a pull. Um, I don't particularly like defining the deadlift as a pull, um, mainly because sort of the first half of the deadlift is a push. 
Um, it is a push and a pull together, the whole movement together. It's a full body, full body movement, and you are recruiting both anterior and posterior, um, you know, chains of muscles. So, if you were to do a push pull split, if that's the way you want to train, right, you shouldn't break it up as, um, say, shoulders and bench for the push and squats. Uh, Oh, sorry, um, front and back, mm. upper body. So bench and then I guess a back day. Yeah. Um, and then legs and deadlifts, so squats and deadlifts. That shouldn't be the split. Um, if you're going to do a push-pull split, it should be two upper body and two lower body days where you focus on a push and a pull for each, but you alternate squats and deadlifts every, le- every week. So you only do one each week. Uh, if you are going to do both in the same week, one of them is going to suffer and it is most likely going to be your deadlift. Yeah, um, I found that. I've done that in the past yeah. where I would have, I think I used to do before I had any idea how to properly pro like for myself, um, I would do like a squat day. I think it was like a heavy squat day and then the yeah. next day I would do deadlifts. Yeah. And obviously I just never saw the results I would have liked yeah. because I was always just, my legs were so fucked. Yeah, the deadlift is always going to suffer in a split like that. Um, if you are going to train the deadlift regularly, say, let's call it weekly, um, the best way to do that is weekly, maybe you work on technique. Um, maybe you do deadlifts at 50% for like five to 10 singles once a week, right? And then every second or third week, you work a heavy deadlift. But on the heavy deadlift week, you don't do heavy squats um, purely because... The deadlift and the squat use some very similar muscles, especially with the initiation. So um, the hardest part of a squat is getting out of the hole generally for most people. The hardest part of a deadlift is generally getting it off the floor. Uh, in both of those situations, your body's in very similar, uh, you know, levers, stances, all that sort of thing. You, I mean, your squat might be wider than your deadlift. Um, you might deadlift sumo, whatever. There's a whole bunch of variables there. But at the end of the day, you are trying to get a heavy fucking weight from the ground up or, you know, you're trying to get, if it's on your back, you're pinned to the fucking ground or pinned to the box and you're trying to stand back up again, right? Um, in the squat, if you don't train box squats, you have something called uh, stretch reflex or rebound strength or uh, there's a bunch of different terms for it. But basically, it's where you're able to use your um, neural impulse to cause a contraction in your muscles to stand back up again, which means that you might be able to squat heavier uh, than you would be able to if you did a box squat, for example, mm. because the box squat tends to take the stretch reflex out. You don't get that at the bottom of deadlift. You start from a dead stop. Um, what that means is if you try and train the squat and the deadlift in the same week, that stretch reflex has a potential to really affect whether you'll get the deadlift off the ground. Um, and then if you spend all your time only pulling uh, not your max, your max will never improve, if that makes sense. So if every single week I want to do heavy deadlifts and every single week my squat fucks with that and I can only pull so much, I'm just never going to pull anymore mm. because I'm never making any progress, mm. um, which will really fuck with your deadlift. And a lot of people see this. A lot of people that try and train bench squat and deads heavy in the same week, uh, generally the deadlift will go down. Um Less is more usually with the deadlift. So that's my main issue with a, pu- a push-pull split is people always go 
bench and squats for the pushes, upper and lower body, and then they go like, I don't know, a back day. Yeah. Back and buys, they might call it, mm. for the upper body, and then they do deadlifts on the pull day for their lower body. And that, you, you're basically hamstringing yourself, <laughs> pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, just quick, so... Uh, Weasel Fluff asked if we have a YouTube channel, we and we do. It's called um, yeah, just Animal Training Development. Yeah, but it is linked in our Twitch um, about us section kind of thing. It's linked in there somewhere. Um, and then he said, "I can't even deadlift a box of Tim Tams." <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a lot of Tim Tams in there. Yeah. Taylor out. also said, "Less is more." I assume he's oh. asking me what I mean by less. Is, yeah. Did I say that? Less is yeah, more. You did, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that's a common thing that people don't take into account because. They say, I want to improve. Say you are training powerlifting or as an example, just because you get your three main lifts. So, and you're like each week I want to do each of those lifts so I can improve at them. And like you were saying, if you train heavy squats and heavy deadlifts in the same week, one of them is going to suffer most likely your deadlift. If you're to alternate them, you are going to get better results. And part of that is because when you train one of them, you've got all the other stuff and all the crossover you get for each of them. Yeah. Just because you're only doing squats for that week doesn't mean there's going to be crossover to, um, there's not going to be crossover to your deadlift. Yeah. So um, I'll talk colloquially to begin with and then we can sort of mention some of the studies that have been done. But if we look at how you might structure your training week, right, there's there's not a lot of options realistically. You've got, you got so many days. you got yeah. s- Let's say you want a rest day. So you've got six days to work with. If you're doing a push-pull split, that's four days, right? Um, Ideally, you're going to go upper, lower, upper, lower, or lower, upper, lower, upper, right? So that you get the rest between each one. Um, You're going to put either squats or deadlifts first, right? If you put the squats first, you will after time go, fuck, I've just done bench and squats or, you know, whatever it is, push and... um, yeah, at the start of the week, my deadlift's just not going up like I want. Mm. What's the solution in that particular situation? Oh, I'll start deadlifting earlier in the week. You deadlift earlier in the week, deadlifts fry your fucking central nervous system, and then you're not benching and squatting as much, so you go, oh, fuck, changing my deadlift to the start of the week has fucked with my ability to bench and squat heavy. The reason for that is the deadlift affects your central nervous system the most out of those three lifts. So you're just not going to be able to handle as much weight later on in the week if you start with it. So it's sort of a lose-lose situation. Either you put the deadlift first and your other two lifts, you feel like you're not making as much progress or you put the deadlift last and it just doesn't make progress because by that point, it's fucked, right? Um, Andrew Robbins, I think this is a good point to talk about. He basically said... What about just training if you don't care about improving, you just want to lift? Like if you don't care about yeah. lifting more, you yeah. just want to train? Yeah, um, that's fine too because you just do it. You're just doing it for the enjoyment yeah. really so and just to stay healthy. At um, in Doing that like just training, is it okay to kind of do those splits that you're saying not to do or should you, oh, even if you're just training, you can, should you still? Yeah, you can do these splits, whatever. I'm not telling you not to do them, mm. right? <laughs> At the end of the day, you do whatever the fuck you want. Like... Um, what I'm telling you is the you know ways to make progress and things that are going to affect your progress. So if you don't care about putting numbers up, or um, you know if you're just training for say health and well-being, um, and lifting is a big part of that, then you can split it up however the fuck you want. Um, you just need to understand that after a time, if you never put more weight on the bar or if you never make the workouts any more challenging, you will stop seeing health and well-being um, improvements for your body. So 
um, your body has, and I had a conversation about this with someone last night, is your body has an ability to adapt to things quite quickly in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, it's as little as six weeks and in your lifetime, that's quite a small period of time. Um, if you were to say bench squat and deadlift every week for six weeks, after a while, you just won't make any improvements on those three lifts. Something has to change because your body is not receiving any new stimulus. It's just doing the same fucking thing over and over again. That applies to your health and well-being as well. If you keep feeding it the same thing over and over again, eventually your body adapts and it doesn't need to lose any more weight. It doesn't need to manage the blood pressure anymore. It doesn't need to make those improvements that you would see if you were to continue to make progress. So some some part of your training program should involve some kind of progress. Uh, progress does not always look like weight on the bar, right? Mm. So you can do the exact same thing over and over again, um, but maybe you decrease rest times over time. Maybe you increase reps over time. Maybe, and this should go without saying, your form should exponentially get better over that time because it should be the main focus. Um, your, you should look at things like slower eccentrics or more control in the lift, a better range of movement. All of these things can look like progress and are progress without ever putting more weight on the bar. Um, but if you are just training and never making any progress, no matter what it looks like, you just do need to be aware that your body is not seeing the same effects that it would be if you were making progress. You know, you're not going to lose weight anymore um, because at some point your body will just be like, oh, I can weigh this amount and do these activities. You know, yeah. I don't need to burn any more fat to maintain this kind of intensity yeah, or it's not it like plateauing like yeah if you were to graph it you would see that you know it would track upwards and then it would curve off and flatten out yeah and unless you did something different it would just stay on that flat um and yeah like marshall was saying there's other ways you can change it while maintaining what you enjoy which is just lifting stuff you're not worried about increasing the weight yeah like you're saying reduce the rest you can just do a variation um of the same movements that you enjoy doing so you're doing what you enjoy but you're you are altering and challenging yourself in a new way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that's a good point though because, yeah, there are, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't too worried about putting heaps of numbers on or whatever yeah. it may be. You're just going for health and well-being, you know. I was thinking about um, the situation of training for mental health purposes primarily. Like mm. there are a lot of veterans especially that just want to lift weights because of it, how it makes them feel. You know, it makes them feel better. It manages their stress. It's one of their releases. It's just, it's good for them, right? And their priority might not ever to get on a powerlifting platform. Um, the thing that you do need to be careful of in a situation like that is uh, aggravating old injuries or creating new injuries. Um, if you do things the same over and over again, you do get, um, you know, RSI, basically repetitive strain injuries in whatever joints that you're using. So if I only ever bench press one way, I'm going to get pretty good at bench pressing that way, but then things are going to start to suffer because what I'm doing is placing that same amount of stress on that particular joint or that particular tendon or that particular group of muscles over and over and over again to a point where it no longer adapts. It just gets worn down. Um, so that's something you should be aware of. Um, one great way to manage that kind of repetitive stress is to just change the movements. So 
Um, and this is literally the whole purpose of concurrent or conjugate training is to make the most amount of progress in multiple things at the same time, you use variations of that thing. So instead of just squatting every week, some weeks, some weeks you do high bar squat, some weeks you do low bar squat, some weeks you do a wide stance, some weeks you do a narrow stance. Sometimes you use an SSB if you've got it. Some weeks you just deadlift, right? Um, so rather than your training week just looking like um, bench and tries, is that the thing that they do? Bench and tries, is that the word? I think it's chest and tries. Chest and tries, yeah. uh, back and buys, squats, deadlifts. Um, rather than your week always looking like that, you could make one of the sessions close grip bench press. The next week you do incline bench press. The next week you do dumbbells. And you just rotate those three exercises until the end of fucking time. Um, for back and buys, you know, you could just do heaves one week. I mean, this is I mean, this is semantics. Realistically, you just pick three fucking back exercises, mm. three different buys, and you rotate them for three weeks and you can just go forever. And this is why at the start I was saying conjugate is so great for veterans is because veterans have injuries, most of them. They seem to be busted up in some way or another, especially, you know, combat veterans, ex-infantry guys like us. We've all got shoulder issues, knee issues, back issues, and all of our training is about managing those while trying to do as good as we can, get as strong as we can, whatever mm. it might be. Um, and when we use variations, one week we might do incline bench and we go, oh, fuck, that's messing with my shoulder a little bit, but we don't go and do incline bench again the next week. Mm. And then if we go back to incline bench, we know that it might aggravate the shoulder. So we change our grip and we go, okay, this, this wide grip doesn't affect my shoulder so much or this close grip, you know, so you recognize one day that this is making my injury a little bit worse. Next time I change it, you are still going to make progress. You're still going to be able to get stronger over time. And another benefit is, all of your workouts are a little bit different, so they never get that boring. Yeah. You know, when you're maxing out every fucking week, and this week it was, um, you know, parallel box squats, we got to max out. You just go as high as you can. Uh, last week it was good mornings. And then next week it's good mornings again, the week after high bar. And that's just how I've written our um, our program. But each week it's something a little bit different and you just rotate it and it's a bit more engaging than... Uh, I've got to do a fucking three by eight today, a five by five of the same fucking thing next week, and then an eight by three the week after that. Yeah, which, which is what we found with that um, month long shock program we kind of did. Um, a yeah, lot it's fucking of, boring. It's boring <laughs> yeah. as fuck. Like it was cool. The heavy days were really fun because it was yeah. just more challenging. I think it was like tw so twice a week we got to enjoy the sessions. Yeah. And then the rest of the days it was kind of just like the same 10, <laughs> was it like 10 sets of just the same just brutal shit? Just yeah. brutal volume. Um, and, Volume has its place, right? If you, mm. you ever want to get on stage as a bodybuilder, you're probably going to have to force yourself through a shitload of volume. Um, there's going to be a lot of times where you're just doing curls to failure or, you know, fucking skull crushes to failure. You're doing close stance, high bar squats to failure. And it's just boring, you know, but you've got to do it if you want to push your muscles to that next level. Whereas... Um, you know, the way that we like to train, that's why powerlifting has been more of a sport that we've sort of gelled with is because we like to lift fucking really heavy. Um, we don't mind the accessories, but we might only do two sets to failure. We're not in there for fucking two hours just fragging our calves mm. or some shit. Um, this way, it has those mental health effects. We enjoy the workouts and we are still making consistent progress and you can track it. You know, I, 
I write the programs, we use spreadsheets and I can track that stuff. But it's as simple as if you have a little notebook or on your phone or whatever, you just write, oh, today I did high bar squats and I got 100 kilos i'm gonna try for yeah i'm gonna try for 102.5 next week (laughs) or the next time i do high bar squats um so it's something that you can very easily manage and make consistent measurable progress which means you're always uh, stimulating your body to adapt a little bit more which means you're still getting all those health benefits while minimizing the risk of injury that was one thing that we found you know straight away with that volume shock program is it fucked me up like (laughs) but doing the same thing over and over again fucking five times a week or six times a week and then doing it three weeks straight instantly back injury came back and i haven't had to worry about my back injury since i got it in the army um, and that was like five fucking years ago. Mm. And then literally within two and a half weeks of doing this kind of program again, I was fucked. Um, so it w- it's one of those things that made me realize, you know, for a group of people that tend to be injury riddled, conjugate, you might make slightly slower progress depending on how you train and how, you, how used to it you are. Um, but it is much more manageable progress and it's progress in everything all at the same fucking time rather than progress in just the bench, progress in just the squat, for example. That's a parallel. <laughs> it's the... Um, is it the copy post pa- um, pasta? Oh, no. Uh, this was pretty funny. Mermaid Science said, hey, you guys know what the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean is? I've never paid to have a gaz. Oh, I've used this bean on before. my face. Like <laughs> <laughs> chickpea on my face. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which now we know he's paid for that. So, yeah. you know, you can just ask someone on Tinder to do it for free, bro. <laughs> the Fitness Gram Pacer test is a multi stage aerobatic <laughs> capacity test that progressively gets. More difficult. Is this I, the beat that's test? That's the beat test. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. beat Someone test, yeah. beat tested yeah. us. <laughs> All right. Yeah, ours is a little bit. Ours is very similar to that. Yeah, yeah. It's the multi uh, stage fitness, fitness test. test. The it's the thing test. that gets read out to you. Yeah. yeah. It's like on the recording now. Yeah. yeah. In the robotic voice. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, going back to a push pull split, and this is, a, this is something that you can do. I think I've done push pull splits many times before. Um, I think even. Five three one is sort of a push pull split where you're doing I'm like sure bench, strict press, squats and deadlifts. Yeah, it's a push 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 split. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the a push pull split is a pretty standard, I guess, gym bro split. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just one way of training. If it's what you enjoy and if you see progress, you should fucking do it that way. Um, but my main point for it is be very careful what you consider a push and a pull. Um, the best way to do it is, um, I guess, I guess go and read my fucking article because <laughs> that'll tell you exactly what a push and a pull so we'll is. We'll just wrap up the live now <laughs> and for the rest of the hour. It'll just be it'll a It'll just be a scroll yeah. like yeah. the, in Star like Wars test, yeah. text. Yeah. Like, we'll you just read my article. I don't think I have the ability to do that effect. Make it happen. Um, yeah. What, what well, I'm just sitting there scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marshall, Man, I there's home. a lot of big words in here. Yeah, and... You just sit here scrolling for 30 minutes. Yeah, so I'm with the push-pull split. You know, I do love the chest and tries, back and buys combo. Mm. Um, 
that's an absolute banger. You get some sick pumps. Um, we've done it many times before. Uh, for me, I prefer an upper-lower split now. So you yeah. do two upper body days and two lower body days a week. Um, and one day, I mean, we're following some fairly classic um, conjugate here, but one day is like light technique or speed work. The other day is a max out session. Um, you can sort of do that with a push-pull split. Um, you just need to be aware of, you know, what your max outs or whatever might be. So if you're doing chest and tries one day, you might, um, you know, max out on bench press one week and dumbbells the next or something mm. like that, you know. But push-pulls are pretty fun, I guess. Oh, they're fun. And that's like like you were saying, they're great for a pump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, they're that's what you know they get called the gym bro yeah programming because you know it's generally just you know get a sick pump and i think the ultimate gym bro is chest and tries back and buys and legs yeah which frustrates me but you're only doing legs like once every two times you do upper body yeah and like how dare you the legs always half hearty like it's friday you're like oh yeah yeah i really need to do legs today or people will rotate it like monday tuesday legs on wednesday thursday friday do we really make it to the gym to do legs again on Saturday? God, no. No. Yeah. We're going out on the piss. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, on Friday, you would hit a fucking arm sesh. Yeah. Clearly. And you'd do some wide grip bench press, some peg yeah. flies. I mean, you want to pop, right? The classic stuff. Yeah, yeah. You want to make that extra medium shirt really stiff. Yeah. Extra uh, medium. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic gym bro term where okay. everything's like. Right. Yeah, okay. really tucked in there. Yeah. Um, they didn't have any bigger sizes at the shop, obviously. Yeah. So you just went with whatever made your titties look great. <laughs> um, but that's not always the best way to make progress. Um, it I'm, And usually the pump is not what you should be chasing in the gym. Um, that's also fairly bro science um, But the push-pull split is probably one step better than, say, the... Um, the chest and tries back and by his legs mm. uh, because at least hopefully with the push-pull split, you're doing legs Somewhere as much as you are doing upper body. Um, and that's why I like the upper-lower split because at least you're getting as much lower body as you are upper body, um, which I guess is my next point with the push-pull split is balance. That's I mean, that's the whole point of the fucking mm. program is that you are doing as much uh, as you're doing in. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> clip that. <laughs> Yeah. What's this? Um, what's this bullshit again? I got some. I got some fangirls on Twitch. Fuck um, yeah! Um, specifically you. Yeah, specifically yeah, me. I thought so, so. I knew it. Well, Nathan's a hot bitch. So. Yeah, he's a. He's got a fucking dump that? truck. Am I allowed to say that? You are. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Mermaid Science said we could do another run of Maccas, and right. then they said. Yeah, I like sick. watching this goofy fuck look over and start giggling, giggling like a <laughs> Japanese schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> you goofy fuck. Yeah. Uh, Mermaid That's Science pretty said, aggressive, though. I mean, Mermaid Science said it's pretty cute. Yeah. Cheeks getting all rosy and whatnot. Oh, that's pretty cute. <laughs> and now he's acting shy. Oh. <laughs> Pulls guys. <laughs> you have to call uh, us senpai from now on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, the whole point of balance, right? is that you're doing as much one that you are the other. Um, I guess the danger of the push-pull split, and I did address this in the articles, is it's very hard to do a leg-related pull. You would, ideally, you would have to attach weights to your ankles and, and like, like, shoot them up to your chest <laughs> <laughs> or, like, hang off a bar and, like, <laughs> which is dumb, right? Work. So don't yeah. do that. <laughs> um, 
and I do address this in the articles as well. Most people just go, oh, no, you just do a fucking deadlift. Deadlift is an upper body pull. It's a lower body push. Mm. Um, the way to do – the best way to do lower body pulls is with the squat, funnily enough. Um, a controlled eccentric in the squat is the best way to develop those particular muscles. Um, if you do a low bar squat, you're looking at developing posterior chain. High bar squat with a close stance, you're looking at anterior dominant work. Um, so you can use these kind of variations. And when you implement it into a push-pull split – you you get the opportunity to do squats twice a week, which who wouldn't want that well, realistically? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. that to me is the dream. Well, apparently everyone <laughs> knows. Um, so you could, for example, have a week where... <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Who was that from? It That's looks a like, weasel it looks just like yeah. Excellent Askey. <laughs> hey, Mario, thanks for joining yeah, in. Hey, We're Mario. talking about push-pull splits today. Um, so the best way, in my opinion, to implement uh, legs into the push-pull split um, is that you would... Potential, and this is just an example, you might squat heavy low bar um, for your pull side and then you might do high bar lighter weight but much more controlled for the push side, right? So um, one, the heavy low bar is developing the posterior chain. The um, Because it's heavy, you have to control the eccentric a lot more and you're probably going to do less overall reps, right, because it's heavy. Um, you might go to a three rep max or a five rep max or a heavy single. Whereas with the push side of the legs, you are still doing squats, but you're doing a different variation. You're doing a high bar close stance and you could, because it's high bar and close stance, it's naturally going to be less weight than your low bar because it's a harder variation. It's more quad and glute focused. Um, and you could spend time doing say eight rep maxes or 10 rep maxes or AMRAPs with that kind of uh with that kind of squat and in that one you're working with a full range of motion where you're going as deep as possible and you're really looking at isolating the quads um in that situation you are getting the benefits of the push pull you're training legs twice a week so you get the balance um and you're using variation so that you don't overwork you know each muscle group or each joint too much um so it has elements of a good conjugate program it's you're going to see progress and you're not using the deadlift as your pull, which means that the deadlift is not going to suffer as much. Um, a benefit to a split like that is that the low bar wide stance squat is probably going to build your deadlift anyway. You, If you do enough heavy work with a low bar wide stance squat, you get on a deadlift bar and it's just going to come off the ground a lot easier uh, because you are used to being controlled in the hole and straining up through the movement which it, it mimics a deadlift strain quite well so mm. and you have to keep your chest high for something like that which i mean secret to a good deadlift keep the chest up keep the shoulders over the bar um and push as hard as you fucking can yeah, just <laughs> rip and rip, baby. Yeah. yeah um another situation like that is you could alternate for example like we said before you could alternate the heavy low bar with a deadlift the next week so you get to do your deadlifts that you fucking love so much or you might do RDLs, for example, or some as an accessory movement during that training split. Mm. So yeah, highly rate RDLs. Yeah, mm. we did them today. They're great. Yeah, fantastic. Been a while since we've done them too. Really good to make the booty pop. Yeah, Nathan's was just bloody popping along oh, the shop it was, today. It was for like uh, Instagram famous it's like booty a, pop. Two two hype men here just hyping up that booty. <laughs> yeah, I was you got just, a whole bloody group of hype I'll men on the. Maybe you should post the. Uh, Post the pictures. <laughs> yeah. I was standing there between us going, look at that dirty thing. Please. <laughs> We're so trying to have a serious conversation. Hey. <laughs> He's spitting on the mic. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to talk about with push-pull splits? Push-pull splits. Um, no, I think you definitely covered literally anything that could ever be about push-pull splits. Um, I'd, like, I, I think the, a point to take away is that n- none of us are against push-pull splits. They're, yeah. I, think, like, I don't think they're beginner level either. I think a lot of people start with like the fucking whatever the most basic bullshit is you can imagine. Yeah. And then they might go, their friend is like, hey, bro. Hey, bro. And he's wearing You've a string. You've been trying of, chest and tries yeah, back and forth. and he's wearing legs. a string of singlet and he's like, um, and pant, long pants because he doesn't. He wants to hide his legs. Yeah, obviously. And he's he like. He trains them once a week. So. Yeah, and he's like, dude, check this sick program. Yeah, you got to try this, this push-pull yeah. split. Yeah. It's the, it's the just, next revolution in yeah, bodybuilding. They just, they just found it out about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, I think there's like a lot of people seem to go to push pull splits. Uh, they might do like three days a week of like the generic, yeah. you know, I'll do my chest day and a back day and like a legs day. True. And then they'll go, okay, now I want to up my training. I'm just push pull stuff I hear so much about and I'll train four days a week. <laughs> Everyone's telling me about it. Yeah. It must be sick. Yeah. All these big dudes in the gym are all doing their push pull. So I'll try it out. I um, think um, we should probably talk about the upper body side a little bit mm-hmm. um, because with um, the upper body push, Everyone just goes for the bench press. It's the yeah. easy one. It's like, I'm just going to fucking get massive. I'm going to push hectic weight. Well, how much um, do you bench, bro? Like, yeah. I mean, if you're not asking that question every time you go into the gym, are you even at the gym yeah. realistically? <laughs> um, but when you think about the pull, what are, I mean, people are going, oh, I really do some chin-ups. I don't know if I can do some. I'll get on the cable row, lat pull down. That's a classic. Yeah, everyone loves lat pull down. Yeah, yeah. All of this stuff is basically accessory work. Whereas like, so when you think about it, You've got this day dedicated to fucking sick titties, getting huge triceps. You're fucking lifting big weight. All you want to do is have a massive bench press, you know. But then the next day when you go and work the back, nobody's going, what's your lat pull down, bro? So so there's there's an imbalance there. Yeah. You know, people are working really hard to get very, very strong presses, but then they don't really care about a really strong pull so if you are going to commit to a um a push pull split if you want to bench heavy you got to row heavy right so and this is where that balance comes in if you want to bench press 100 kilos for example that's a a goal that you know most people seem to have milestone yeah yeah i want to bench press 100 kilos okay so you need to be able to bend over row 100 kilos too if not more um if you want to shoulder press your body weight you need to be able to do a heave with your fucking body weight hanging off your legs, right, on a dip, you know, dip belt or whatever. So there needs to be, um, you know, carryover. There needs to be that balance. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to bench press 100 kilos, but on back day I just get on the cable row and do fucking three sets of eight because mm. there's no balance there. And what you're going to end up is with injuries, you probably get fucked shoulders. Um, plus you're going to be the laughing stock of everybody basically yeah. because they'll we'll look at you. you and they'll be like, oh, okay, clearly you spend a lot of time on the bench press, but your back is weak. Mm. Um, and a weak back is the best way to get injured in the squat or the deadlift or probably even on a heavy bench press. Or just walk bending over. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you do need to spend as much if not more time lifting as much if not more weight with the posterior side of your body. So if you want to bench heavy, pull heavy, heavier even. Mm. And by pull, I don't mean deadlift. I mean rows, you know, chest-supported rows, seal rows, pen lay rows, bent over rows, an all-time favorite of mine, um, weighted heaves, 
all of this stuff is stuff that should be the main focus of your program. And it's more impressive usually if you can fucking row heaps of weight compared to if you can bench press heaps of weight. Because a lot, lots of people can bench heavy, right, with generally shit form. But not many people can bench heavy and then get on a fucking bent over row and row the same if not more weight, mm. you know. So it's one of those things that's going to build your physique better if that's what you're interested in and it's going to bulletproof you so that you don't end up with as much injuries. So don't treat your upper body pull day as just a day to get fucking a sick bicep pump and, I don't know, do some cable row. <laughs> Shits me. <laughs> Should uh, we address all these giggles, giggles before yeah. we finish up? That's my fangirls again. Oh. Uh I said before I'm just the tech guy because I was said something dumb. <laughs> um, and like, you're doing God's work, tech guy. <laughs> um, you dirty schoolgirl, you. You're really getting some appreciation. Yeah. The real star is the tech guy. Seriously, he should start his own stream. He should. It's true. He did. Um, yeah. <laughs> his own stream where he just dresses in a Japanese schoolgirl outfit and smiles shyly at the camera. <laughs> We could do that one And they day. said, hell, make an OnlyFans, I'd pay for that. Well, we've told you to make Yeah, we have. Heaps of times. Guys, the Japanese thing's a new girls, idea. We're pushing for it. Yeah. We want the Nathan OnlyFans out there for you guys to buy into. And for know. us to profit off. <laughs> so yeah. Obviously, it'll go to the Anvil account. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nightbot banned weasel fluff for ages, so I just turned all Nightbot um, like spam protection off. Oh, right. <laughs> right. So okay. they can go crazy now. Um, yeah. We did get a couple of Andrew Robbins comments on there. Um, what's split for five day then? Monday to Friday, no rest day. Um, You've got two rest days. <laughs> uh, the split for Monday to Friday. No... He said, or he said, I hate midweek rest days. Yeah. Okay, so the yeah. split for Monday to Friday would be, and my favorite one is upper body split where you just do an upper body day, obviously, a lower <laughs> body day, that middle day, Wednesday, conditioning. You just do a strongman style circuit where um, you're doing things like farmer's carry, sled pushes, um, or, you know, a kettlebell walk where you're holding it in as a goblet. Um, you're doing, you know, high rep work, more squats is a great one. Um, but, you know, say dumbbell goblet squats, that's, I and mean, that's literally what we do right now. Mm, we have basically a circus- just a hit session, a resistance based hit session. Yeah. And you might do say eight to 10 rounds of a heavy enough weight that each round is challenging. Um, and your round might look like a farmer's carry, a sled push and a tie flip or something like, or, you know, you can fucking hit it with a hammer or whatever you want to do really. Punch a bag. Yeah. I mean, that's a great one. You yeah. can do some boxing or whatever. Um, or you can throw some curls in there. Whatever you're missing out on the rest of your sessions, just fucking throw it in there. Um, I like The way I like to do it is you pick three exercises. Um, you do, you know, a challenging thing for each of them. So for the farmer's carry, it's like up and back 20 meters, you know, total. Uh, for the tire flips, you might do three tire flips. And for the sled push, you're doing another 20 minutes, something like that. You do that. 10 times through, but each time you do it, you get, say, three minutes rest afterwards. So you're getting an adequate amount of rest that each round is challenging in itself, but you're not broken by the end of it, right? And that kind of conditioning session is just going to benefit you. You'll be able to lift longer. You'll be able to lift more weight over more time. Um, And it's a good way to break the week up so that you're not just repping out weight all the time. You get to do something that's challenging in a different way. Mm. Yeah, you could even do, um, if you don't, 
say you don't want to do like because that's yeah very um you don't have access to that kind of stuff and you wanted something more basic or something you're more familiar with say like push pull etc you could just do like three exercises a push a pull and a hip hinge yeah um, yeah it's a great one. one and hip hinge is like say a good morning yeah or a um uh rdl or yeah. something like that something where you break at the hips um to it's great for your lower back yeah. Ideally, you're not using exercises that you use at any time. Yeah. Other than the week, the squat doesn't count because you there are so many variations of the squat. So, for example, if you're squatting twice a week, one's like high bar, one's low bar, on that third day if you want to throw a squat into the conditioner, it's body weight, full range of movement, or it's a goblet squat, full range of movement, you know, where you're literally trying to take the joints all the way through that full range because it's really more of a dynamic stretch than anything else and it's going to increase your performance on the other days. Um, hip hinges are great. Mm. Uh, tr- once again, try to avoid any movement that you're doing on the other days so that you're not affecting those uh, weight stays. Um, like if, kettlebell swings. Yeah, kettlebells yeah, are great. Are really so, yeah. you know, if you are going to do a conditioning session in the middle, that whole session could just be done with a kettlebell. Mm. Um, another way to do it, you could do like a weighted walk. You just walk for 30 to 40 minutes with a weight vest on if that's something that you're into. Um, or you could even do some kind of really low, uh, low impact endurance cardio. For example, you're 30 to 40 minutes on a rower where you're just doing a pace that you can maintain for 30 to 40 minutes. Same with an assault bike. Um, I prefer walking. If you've got a treadmill or something, walk uphill uh, for more of a challenge, but I would avoid doing a run on those days. Uh, It's just really high impact on the knees and it's, you know, you want to avoid running if you can, if you are also lifting lots of weight. If you really like running and you just like lifting a little bit of weight, yeah, it's fine. Run your heart out. But um, yeah, sprints are a good one though. If you do sprints on grass um, usually or on a track, you can usually do that fairly low impact because people tend to sprint on their toes. So they're, you know, less jolting on the joints than say if you run heel toe. Um, and plus you might do sprints and you could be on the field for fucking half an hour. You do a hundred meter sprint every three minutes where you fucking go as hard as you can. Mm. You'll be fucked. And it's a session that you're really only running. What, like <laughs> what, 10 times 15 seconds or something. Yeah. You know? And that's only a K. So yeah. compared to if you were to run 5K in the same amount of time, mm. it's a fifth of the impact for five times the amount of benefit. Yeah. I don't know. That's not real science, <laughs> but um, but it's probably going to challenge you more. You get more rest time and it's one of those things that you can just do in half an hour. Mm. But don't do it on a road or pavement. Do it on grass. Yeah, and that's for track. the impact on your knees. Yeah, yeah. and wear proper running shoes mm. and run on, on the balls of your feet. Yeah. We can talk you, about running all day. Yeah. <laughs> do you get any more, uh, more love? Um, yeah, heaps more love, but <laughs> I'll just... Um, <laughs> I'm Nathan Chan now. <laughs> oh, Nathan Chan. Because I'm like, yeah. Senpai Nath. Uh, Mermaid Sign said, where you boys at in Australia? We're in Brisbane, Australia. Mm, yeah, um, Brisbane, Queensland. Yeah. How else to explain that? On the East, East Coast. Coast. Yeah. East Coast. Middle, maybe Mid- Mid-East, Mid-East Coast, Coast I yeah. guess. Yeah. Somewhere there. <laughs> Just fucking Google it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a whole maps thing now. So Yeah, uh, Dusty did jump on at the end. Hey, Dusty. We're yeah, in the man, last six minutes. And so, some more yeah. ASCIIs, yeah. Five minutes. you want to wrap us up? Yeah, we can wrap up. Upside you know? down, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a weird thing that people yeah. say about Australia. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. really strong toes from gripping onto that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we fall straight off. Yeah, like <laughs> basically claws at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're like birds of prey, you know. Um, <laughs> Creepy. Oh, 
Mermaid Science Brisbane, I made out with a Mexican girl in an Irish bar there. Irish, the Irish bar fins. Yeah, isn't that one we went to? When like, I stopped there, oh, while he was sailing around the Pacific. Pacific, yeah. Yeah, isn't fins <laughs> the one we went to? That's on the uh, the like, strip. I walked past fins we went, last night. Uh, the oh one, yeah, 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 definitely. That's fins. Yeah, we yeah. went with some of your workmates at one point. Yeah, old workmates. I, so. yeah. I don't remember it all that well, but yeah, hey, <laughs> um, um, yeah, no fins. Yeah, well, we'll wrap it up there. I think I think the dudes on uh, Twitch will probably enjoy Wednesdays. We talk yeah, a lot yeah, of shit. Definitely and we enjoy, we like, encourage uh, a heap of trolling, but we try to talk about mental health and training on these days. Yeah, but Monday, Wednesdays Tuesday, Thursday, wild. Friday is generally our like educational days. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Wednesday is our shit talk. Day. Give us a follow, and you should get an alert on Wednesday, and then come and troll. <laughs> yeah, then yeah. you can say whatever the fuck you want, but we will say it right back. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for joining in. Thanks, everyone that's joined in um, or just lurked in the background or anyone that watches it later. We appreciate all of it. Uh, we're Anvil Training Development. We have our podcast as well. If you'd like to check that out, it's on Spotify and Apple Music. It's the hard way, Anvil TD podcast. And also on YouTube, our channel is Anvil Training Development. So we have a bunch of episodes on all there, um, all that all the Live at Fives. We have some po- all the episodes where we go over – articles Marshall and I have written and we also have one that's about who we are and what Evil is. So if you want to check those out, go ahead. Um, otherwise, we'll be back 5 p.m. tomorrow for our regular yes. Live at 5. Stay tuned for my uh, School Girls Only fans. Yeah, 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 watch out. Watch your space. <laughs> watch it's space. coming. All right. See you guys. See you. Probably don't call it the School Girls.